Good afternoon, morning, evening or night, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Jarcast 232. Is it right? No. I did it. Yeah. Oh my. No. I changed that. 232. We got it. Wait, it was... No, it's correct. No, I made it. It is, it is correct. It Episode is correct. 232. I'm your host, Alex. Joined, as always, by uh, Smart Mort himself. James. Yeah? Mm. Yeah, Smart Mort himself. <laughs> I'm in Beast over there. How you doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smart Mort. Maybe we should just all do that. Yeah. Smart Mort. Welcome to the Smart Mort part of the show where we thank the patrons who make the audio version of the show possible and you get your names read out if you're a sandy tier or above in the first week of each month um i guess in terms of housekeeping and cleaning up and all this sort of nonsense the the comment barrel part of the show yeah but even just quickly before you go into that um is there anything on the patreon that's coming we got the e3 video because we'll, we'll be talking about that a little bit in this episode but We've detached the Halo conversation because yep. uh, I, we had more to I, talk I just about. had a feeling this episode would otherwise be just a Halo podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and it was that's probably relegated. it was probably the biggest thing for me for anyway to actually talk about. So yeah, one of them. Uh, other stuff we'll get onto in a minute, but yep. first, yeah, housekeeping, um, where we address some comments and feedback from the last episode. Alex is going to get us going um, regarding our conversation about football because. Uh, footy's on at the moment people are hyped here in the uk especially listening to the football discussion was fascinating to me as a huge fan of the sport on jamie's point about preferring fiction i think football can excel in a great storyline i would say my favorite part of watching football is not the actual 90 minutes played but the debates discussions narrative and tension surrounding a match football has also given me some of my greatest friendships just offering my perspective and i completely understand those who don't care for it See, I understand that when it's like the really big matches, like uh, just yeah, I, the I can understand matches. that. Just not loving it's like Swindon Town versus Ipswich, like. Mm. It's Swindon. never going to be the same though. Is a good story, is it? You know, <clears throat> um, like the story, like yeah, it's it's a totally valid thing to to get from watching the sport, but you know, it's not um, it's not exactly the Last Jedi, is it? <laughs> Uh, Jack has one for us. The funniest bit of the uh, r slash FNAF debacle, this is referring to um, Jar Media overtaking the uh, FNAF subreddit somehow. I guess one of the mods just is a jarling or somehow managed to snag it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's actually reverted to a real FNAF subreddit. And there are still jarlings stowed away there. So whenever there's a post about who's your favourite animatronic, half the comments just say James. <laughs> or something to that effect. <laughs> so check out r slash FNAF if you want a uh, wicked good time. Um, Vault Tech AU has one regarding these strategy games James is into at the moment. 
If the grand strat boys want to get into the paradox ones, I suggest they start with Hearts of Iron 4. James's comments on the unit management reminded me how meticulous the other games in the franchise can be because their main focus is on other mechanics, whereas Hearts of Iron is mainly about warfare. IMO is the easiest to learn, but none of the Paradox games are especially user-friendly when you're first starting out. The boys got it right when they said Civ is the best starting point for these games. I started out with Civ Five and then worked through some of the Total War games, and then on to Paradox. Also, your super scary ghost place talk scared me, and I'm on the literal opposite side of the world. Stay strong, cringes. No, um, I've looked into the Paradox games because they do like Europa Univer Universalis. Yeah, and they do a few others. I've I've looked into them, but it's just because I'm in Total War at the moment that I need to get through those and then down the line. But yeah, I, we but all started. I started a Civ Five. You started a Civ Six. Mm -hmm. like they're the, just the best way to get into these type of games. Schleddit left one um, in regards to Jim and I having a little section talking about Bloodborne. Um, I really hope Jim and Alex play through Bloodborne, including DLC someday, because I really do think they're mistaken. It's way tighter than Dark Souls 1, and actually harder, IMO, if you include DLC. The level design is almost as good, and the boss quality is much higher. I can see how you would prefer Sekiro, as it's much more refined, but I do prefer Bloodborne. It also has the best story and lore, IMO. The backbone of Lovecraft does a lot for it. See, I, I would play it if it was on anything, something that wasn't the PS4. Anything if I could good. just play it at 60 frames on something, I would happily play yeah. that game. Yeah, that, that um, one fact makes uh, the game less tight. Yeah. It just feels worse. Mm -hmm. It's the worst feeling from soft game. Yeah. I did try Dark Bloodborne. I actually did try it when I when I had the PS4. I tried it for a bit. Yeah, it didn't feel good. The Lovecraftian aesthetic though is really good in that game. Yeah, yeah, all story stuff sick. Mhm. Mm yeah, I I would have finished it if I just had access to it on hardware I didn't dislike. Yeah, yeah. R slash Jar Media left one. In response to Jim saying that you can't go too far with certain tastes unless it's heat, I'd argue saltiness is even harsher a taste when used excessively. As someone who's accidentally drank a gulp of water from the Dead Sea, it fucking sucks. Your entire face feels like it's morphing into ash from the dryness and bottled water literally tastes sweet in comparison. The saltiness lasts even longer than something incredibly spicy in my experience. There are remedies for extreme spice, but extreme saltiness is another beast entirely beast how how did this person accidentally drink from the dead sea maybe they're on a paddle and they just i i've accidentally had a mouthful of seawater and like swallowed it like if you're sat like in the ocean a bit yeah no and a yeah wave just catches you and just mm -hmm. launches down your throat it's just because this is like specifically to the dead sea where it just yeah i've got loads of um little kid memories of being in the sea and just a wave flipping you upside down and mm -hmm. dunking you under the ocean. Yeah, that's why I don't go near yeah, the sea. No, this <laughs> person's awesome. totally right. Salt is terrible. Fucked up. Mm -hmm. Like salt's one of the only things I don't add to my food ever. Because there's gonna be salt in the food anyway. I don't get when people like absolutely cover it with salt after yeah. they they made yeah, it. Yeah, it depends on the food to me. Because stuff like chips and fries and stuff. Yeah, I prefer my chips and fries with no salt. No salt at really? all. Yeah. Like McDonald's fries, 
You're, you're, lying, know, you're just straight up lying. No, right no, 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 no. I'm <laughs> not lying. I will lying. still eat it, but I'm saying my preference is like no salt. You go to McDonald's and sometimes you get that the shit the shit batch where they don't salt it. It's like straight out of the fryer into the packs. That's your favorite. Yeah, that's what you want because of, of the salt. That's so fucked up. Because <laughs> all it is then is like tasteless really sh- potato. Yeah, <laughs> they they have their like special potatoes mm-hmm. made to be tasteless and perfect, but. So they can just cover it in salt, and all you're eating is carby salt. Mm. Uh, but I'm just not the biggest fan of salt. I don't really add it on anything. Even when I make meals, I won't ever add it. What What ever. did I mean, though, when I said you can't go too far with tastes other than spice? Cause, oh, like, I didn't know, bro. Thinking about that now, that's just, like, <laughs> so stupid. Well, maybe it was taken slightly out of, I don't know, whatever. Um, HJ Day 10 has up an ultimate one for this section. Hello, Jarman. I've got some Swindon-based trivia for you. After Alex spoke about Talking Heads at the beginning of the last episode, I thought I'd ask if any of you have heard of the band XTC. Ecstasy. They started around the same time as Talking Heads and had a similar style musically, but they were from Swindon. The funny thing is, though, the lead singer blames being from Swindon for the reason they didn't sell well. He once said, Ecstasy were clever and came from Swindon, so therefore we were crap. And their label told them to change their accents and deny their Swindon origins. I find it funny how Swindon was such a shithole that it may have stopped this band from reaching a bigger audience. They even have a song called English Roundabout, which was inspired by the infamous Magic Roundabout. Truly a wonder worthy of a song. I hope you've enjoyed this little piece of Swindon history. Definitely check out their album Drums and Wires if you're interested in them. Keep up the good work, boys. I have heard of them. Yeah, I've heard of that story before. I've I, I heard one of their songs kind of recently, and someone told me, "Oh, they're, they're from Swindon." You know? <laughs> I was, like, I I kind of didn't believe them because it was mm-hmm. on like MTV. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I know a couple of their songs. I'd, I'm not familiar with their album they recommended, but no, I'd be willing to listen if they're sort of similar style. But that that's that's what Swindon does, though. You know, if if. <laughs> If 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 you're born, it makes you embarrassed to be yeah. from there. It's like a black hole; it just tarnishes. When everyone associated with it wants to just mask it away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, then I was like slamming um, the Legend of Korra. You were season two last last episode. So there were lots of comments about that. Um, actually, largely agreeing with me what I was saying about season two, but there were some people saying things like. Um, Matthew Edge Hughes says, It sucks to hear that you didn't like Korra as much. I agree that the animation in season two has a huge downgrade, which is because they changed animation studios for the majority of episodes, but the original studio returns towards the end of the season, and it returns to its original visual quality. Season two is by far the worst of all Last Airbender and Korra seasons, but I'd really recommend you stick through it. Once you get to season three, the quality improves hugely. In my opinion, it's almost on par with the the Last Airbender. Thanks mostly to the final two seasons' villains. Seasons three and four still have their own continued, sorry, self-contained plots, unlike the last Airbender's overarching hero's journey story. But I think the <clears throat> final two seasons handle it much better than the first two, and there are far more recurring plot threads between seasons three and four than there were seasons one to two. Sorry if this comment was a bit long and rambly. Keep up the good yogs, pog, lads. Yeah, enough comments were left in this kind of style that is i think they've convinced me to really 
I can't decide whether to just skip season two because I was not liking what I saw of it. Um, How far through it did you get? I think I was three or four episodes in. How I would skip ten episode seasons. Um, because in my mind, it's why I have the thirty minute rule for like bad movies. If there's nothing in that thirty minutes, genuinely nothing, like in no world is it even going to be good. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, it kind of applies for when just not gelling with the story at all but do I stick through it because it gets good at some point or do I just skip to three and just see what I think I skip to three personally there's like the completionist thing where it just feels so wrong yeah yeah especially with a TV show I don't think I've ever like skipped a season Mm -hmm. of a TV show yeah yeah normally it just starts getting bad at some point or something and I just stop yeah I don't know we'll see I'll continue at some point. Topics. Um, Before we go into this E3 one, I want to just throw out what the intro on the video version would have been. Um, While I was watching E3 in my living room, just chilling, just waiting waiting to see Halo, really. See what they had in store. Really boring conference, so I was like sat there, like bored out of my mind. Um, And then all of a sudden, this huge kerfuffle it's boiling hot in the UK at the moment, so the yep. like back door was open. Fucking Paisley, I guess, is my golden retriever is like a psycho, and she accidentally or not has laid a trap for birds. She's turned my garden into this like hell zone, like Jabba's palace, like underneath. It's like <laughs> that, but for seagulls, because that she chews on these like bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's like nothing in them. It's just the bone part. She just chew on the raw bone, but she's like collected them in the circle in the garden, and just at, at this exact moment in the day, this damn seagull must have seen one of the bones from a certain angle, and just swooped down into the garden trying to get it, not realizing there was a a little corgi just waiting there, excited, ready to go for it. Started chasing it, but then the uh, the meat, the, the actual ambush. bird killer. It was it was foreshadowed months ago with her pigeon event. She's upgraded to seagulls. Yeah, seagulls I, now. That's that's the big thing to take away from this because uh, th- there was debate as to if she actually captured that pigeon herself mm-hmm. or if it just like happened to die. I think this confirms it, man. Yeah, she definitely because like gun dogs, they're meant to go and retrieve a bird that's been shot. Uh-huh. Not like charger bird that, that's like just briefly landing and killing the thing. Yeah, like, she's why? definitely got high prey drive. Yeah, without a doubt. But it was a full-on brawl because sea bo- seabirds aren't like <laughs> pathetic little pigeons. No, no, it, we, it, it we was know like from a first-hand yeah, experience. Huh? Yeah, this is Scary this day. is like the MCU of Jarrett's or like the characters coming together. <laughs> Um, the yeah, the seagull from it's, it's a few seasons seagull. ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the same seagull. The Loki it was trying to yeah get revenge in some way, but it got blasted by a couple of dogs. I, I don't think it got hurt. That well, <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. It does. Um, See, it does look like in the video that she like jabs it. But that's the, the thing about golden retrievers, though, is they're ridiculously gentle. Mm. Um, but I don't know if the prey drive yeah, over. But she literally mm. killed a pigeon, though. Like surely. I don't think she was gentle in that situation. But in the video, um, you can see she's kind of scared of the the 
the yeah, sharpness of that beak. Yeah, isn't going to put much of a fight up, you know. Well, they were properly fighting it, and the only way I managed to break the fight up was, um... I had to, like, rip the headset off and, like, stand up and be like, what the fuck's that? No one's going to believe me. Um... <laughs> I had to go get like a scoop of dog food and was like, guys, this is way more interesting, right? <laughs> and it, was it? Paisley was having like a, oh, which do I go for <laughs> type thing for a bit, but she eventually retreated in for the so, food. So when you away. went out with the food, was the seagull still around the corner? They had it like pinned like in the video, yeah. Because like, it, just it, surrounded. at the end of the video, it like goes around the corner and mm -hmm. you don't see. That's it, yeah. Because just shortly after that was when I'd gotten up by then and was running around to, <laughs> to break it up or whatever. So um, the seagull flew away. I yeah, yeah. This isn't. So it, I didn't have to deal with the body this time. Yeah. So it couldn't have been that damaged if. Uh, well, yeah, it was a big bird, and she wasn't like in it doing the like killer dog thing, you know, when it's in the mouth and they're shaking it. Like, yeah, she's yeah. more cautious of it. But yeah, that was uh, more exciting than the actual E3 I watched, if I'm being real. Yeah, E3. No, I didn't even watch it because I'm glad I didn't. It seemed that there was nothing of any interest that was actually... When I'm saying that, there were a few things I, I, I noted down that I like, kind of liked. Yeah, some things piqued my interest, but uh, as a whole, it's... It, it's made me wonder if, um, because from memory, every three is kind of like, you get excited, and then it, mm -hmm. you either get disappointed, or you're just entertained through pure cringe yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yeah, the cringe epicness balance. Yeah, <laughs> and the cringe is, the cringe factor's kind of gone. Yeah, you needed, like, mics just cutting out randomly and people in the crowd yeah. awkwardly and just like a stuff. random influencer that mm -hmm. they get on stage. And they don't tell them what to say. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think I'm getting the vibe now that E3 is kind of dying. All the other... I don't know why it's come back. I mm. don't know why they've even bothered to bring it back. Like, it, they yeah, showed if you're not doing it in year, person. Yeah, they showed last year that you can just do a stream and get the exact same shit across. I mean, most more companies doing their own thing, their own independent like launch direct day. Or did something. you see how bad some of it went though? Like, did you see any of the fucking gearbox stream? Did you no, see I any? Didn't of even, it? No, it was it was actually so bad. Like, there's this section where Randy Pitchford is like, he's on set of the Borderlands movie, right? And he's oh, like, yeah. he's like going around like, yeah, let's go find Kevin Hart, everybody. And it's like the fucking worst video. Um, Does he find Kevin Hart? Um, I went off it before he got to him. <laughs> um, yeah. Wait, Kevin Hart's he, in the Borderlands? He was like interviewing Eli Roth, who's directing it. And it was just so awkward and weird. Really? Yeah, that movie's going to be trash. You know? That movie is going to be awful. <laughs> Do you know, I've got more hope for it than for Free Guy. Yeah. No, but Jack no. Black is, is Claptrap. Is he? Yeah. That's right. Maybe they'll make him... Uh, Nah, he's gonna be annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't make yeah. that character not annoying. Yeah, totally. But as far as the things I actually liked, um... That was new. Actually, I don't know if any of it was new, to be honest. Because, like, Atomic Heart has been around for ages. Hades has been out for ages. Um... Halo we've known about. You know, the other two I noted down were Somerville and Replaced. Um... One of them is... I think the... 
inside limbo team yeah um, it really looked like it yeah it might not actually be them so i might be wrong on that but i can't keep track of all the like different names of the devs at yeah, a certain yeah. point there's so bloody many of them there was some stuff that i think replaced was the one with um like um green goblin good evening spider-man you know what but, willem dafoe yeah willem dafoe and a couple other actors what type of game is it? I don't know how I missed this. Did you not see that? Um, I watched, like, the whole stream, but... Really? You missed that? It was, like, really clearly the Green Goblin, like... I might have just taken my headset off for, like, oh. a split second and... Yeah, it was, like, a time loop game thing. It seems right. story-based or... I don't know. seems interesting. Um, and then, yeah, Halo. I was pretty disappointed by it. We will talk about that in the, in the side video. It should actually be up by the time. This is out, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was expecting something big, just one big thing. Mm. You know? Yeah, I thought Bethesda were going to bring it a bit more. Um, yeah, for sure. They showed Starfields. I just thing. remember that there was one E three where, um, or it it sort of became a common thing where it's like this thing is available right now. Mm. Yeah. So that's the stuff I normally get excited for, and like even Hades. Um, mm -hmm. That would have. I was cool. expecting them to say. Well, the win I would have been to do that with Halo flying, and you can download the beta now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing I was anticipating the beta announcement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. All in all, it's just the samey three feeling as ever, really. Yes, right. Like, I've not come away excited for anything, really. Yeah, the only thing that really I'm a, I'm a lot more excited for now is uh, Starfield. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was a bit more like, oh, I'll give mm -hmm. this game a chance. Lately. Yeah, with the announcement of them actually like updating their engine from Oblivion, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, so they're actually trying then. Well, oh, no, you can, take a, in space. you can take that different ways. Because it's either they're going to make a new engine or they're going to do like the Fallout 4, which is they're just going to remake it no, look they, nicer. They've said it's like, I don't know what their the engine's called, but it's it's called that engine 2. I just hope. Cause, no, Bethesda, they said the trailer was supposed to be in in-game engine, whatever that means. Is that DICE or way of saying it? or? Yeah, it, it is totally is. Like the game? But I feel like... Like the Fallout seventy six engine, mm -hmm. you could not stretch that engine <laughs> to show you the stuff that it does in Starfield. Yeah, yeah. So, and yeah, if the, the what Bethesda's always nailed is like exploration sort of stuff, and if they can do that on like a planetary level mm -hmm. with different planets and shit, it could be. Yeah, but maybe really that's cool. too ambitious, because the good the thing that works with you know Fallout. Um, Skyrim is the Skyrim fact that at the time um, people would have said was too ambitious. Like no, but the, it's you can't cram as much detail into when it's that big because there would just be barren lands because you have to because you you focus all of your I, attention. I don't, I don't mean things. like uh, like literal planets. Like you just mean on a much game. bigger kind yeah, of scale. Ju just different maps. So what really is just the outer world the way the outer world did it. Loads of different maps in different yeah, locations. Yeah, but not shit. Outer Worlds was actually announced as well. Yeah. Um, 
obviously we've talked a lot about Outer Worlds 1 and that it was like a proof of concept really like you can tell it didn't have the big bucks behind it yeah which is weird for like a Microsoft owned studio yeah but it, it wasn't was, though when they made that game yeah it was Take 2 wasn't it it became Microsoft owned yeah during the development of it just it, not from the get go was when they kind of laying it all I down. still yeah I mean I I can't comment on like the comment of the game really I didn't play it that long because the gameplay is so shit the gameplay yeah, wasn't the best my head. but it's it's got it had it had every everything you wanted it had all of that character choice and all the different mm-hmm. like uh, character based stuff you could do in it it had the the, new, the Bethesda charm and it's not Bethesda than the Obsidian charm and it's just if they can take that and actually make it big with a lot more everything well, if, if they can make the gameplay good or just for, just never force you to do it that's my thing with the, uh, like Obsidian games. Like, if the focus is story and shit, find a way to make the gameplay about that instead of the, the awful gameplay. No, but they've the always hours. done yeah. that. There's loads of situations in New Vegas when you can just talk your way out. Just you, you don't have to get in fights. You just have to talk. Yeah, but there's also just like all the shit where you're walking around like shooting animals in outer, yeah. outer worlds. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the problem with it. Yeah, but, but if they can make that stuff feel really good, then the game would yeah. easily be amazing. But yeah, it's, I, I've got more faith in that than ev- any other game that was announced at this E3. Really? Like, like Rainbow Six Extraction and... The Avatar game? Mm, Avatar. <laughs> Ubisoft just whipping out the big guns. Ubisoft, man. Far Cry... Uh, six. Six. Five, six. Six. No Far interest. Six looks no awful. Interest in it. I hate the way they... The, like, the the idea is you're like a rebel overthrowing a fascist dictator mm. and then it's like you chicken you get oh the epic chicken yeah. yeah yeah you get an epic chicken that fights people alongside you and they did the same thing in 5 with like the bear but yeah something. yeah it's like so because like youtube thumbnails for like far cry 3 with a funny animal crazy yeah and it's just been there no yeah. But it's like the the idea of like a overtaking like a really extreme right wing government mm-hmm. as a as a rebel like by yourself is actually an interesting concept. You can make that work in a really nice way, just not when it's made by Ubisoft. Has yeah, it not always I, just been what Far Cry like like the setup? It's like a bad guy, an oppressive bad guy. You got to take down. It's yeah. like the whole gimmick. Yeah, honestly, like Far Cry has. I've just I've wrote I've written Far Cry off since Far Cry Three. Like yeah, everyone so, since it's just been maybe shit. Blood Dragon that was alright that funny. that was Far Cry three pretty much but and then Far Cry mm. two is the best Far Cry you can get that's the best experience I, I I just hate the way they use levity it's like they're afraid to make anything too serious because mm. they got um Gus Fring to be the bad guy and he's clearly gonna like but Ubisoft's be been really bad for that though character. they're like they like. <laughs> They seem to be trying to get upvoted on Reddit front page type mm. shit, you know, with their games. I get that from Gearbox a bit as well. <clears throat> yeah, totally. What about Tendo? Yep, yeah, Breath of the Wild 2. Like, what can we say? It's going to be great. It's going to be incredible. It's Breath of the Wild 2. It's Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's I, just, it's just going to be Yeah, it looks cool. I can't imagine it not just being ridiculously good when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's just gonna. It's probably gonna make the exact same waves like the first one did. Twitter is just gonna be full of all these people doing these wacky things with. Yeah, the only the thing is, I I think they're reusing the same map, but like adding more to it. 
They they would have redesigned it to like a certain extent as well. Yeah, but I I just wonder if um, it won't have the same impact because it's going to be the same formula, and once you repeat a formula, it's not like depends what impressive. tools they give you. Mm. Yeah, but I mean either way, the their formula is good as fuck, so it's going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. Was there anything else from that one? I didn't actually watch the Nintendo um, one. I just watched that Zelda trailer. Metroid. Metroid something. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dread. Metroid Dread. It's like a 2D Metroid. If if it gets good reviews, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't, then I, whatever. I don't really mind. I think I have this. Let me look. Yeah, apparently the Metroid games aren't even like really that big sellers. They just love within the industry because they're so important for their design yeah. clout. Yeah. Um, There's... Um, Nintendo did just like a bunch of ones I'm not familiar with, like Super Monkey Ball, Cruise and Blast. Um, yeah, there's a new Dragon Ball, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Wario got a new game, um, Fatal Frame. Like not much, really. Um, I think the consensus is that it's it was a good one, mm. but I don't really care about. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. About a lot of it, mm. so mm. I just sort of skipped over it. Like, the thing I was hoping to come from a Nintendo stuff was Fire Emblem. Because it's been ages for, since Three Houses, so it makes sense for a new one to be out, and there's been nothing on Fire Emblem for a while, so... so yeah, that that would have made my hype levels go 10 out of 10. You know, yeah, better uh, than GTA Five hype levels, you know? Incredible hype levels. <laughs> Bullshit. No, nah, like, no. Bullshit. It was only, like, a couple of years ago. G- couple of years ago, GTA Five. No, the the houses, the Yeah, no, I, I love houses. I love Three Houses. It was only like 10 years ago. Yeah, every GTA was 10 years ago, yeah. No, two years ago. Three houses. Yeah, two years ago. And I love Fire Emblem, so I'm going to be more excited. Yeah, I always Fire Emblem was pretty much annual. Yeah, it's every like three, two, three years. That's why I'm like, what the fuck, where's Fire Emblem? The thing is, with Nintendo, they just do like a direct whenever they want to mm. as well. Yeah, so I think they've got one upcoming. E3 anyway. for them is like even more pointless. Because they have these regular updates. So... Mm. Do you know it's actually one thing that when the when the next GTA gets announced, I don't think I'm gonna care all that much. I've kind of passed my my like walk star phase. Like Red Dead Two, loved Red Dead One. By the time I got to Red Dead Two, I I didn't even finish it, didn't even start it. Just it, I missed out on it. And I think it's gonna be the same with GTA Six. We'll see. Because at the end of the day, I'm probably not going to be able to get it anyway because, you know, scalpers are still, like, selling fucking PlayStations and mm-hmm. Xboxes at stupid prices. Yeah, maybe in, in 30 years when the next GTA comes out, the PlayStation 16 but will be... Do you yeah, think... The PlayStation though. weren't even there. Because because uh, Rockstar cutting the GTA 5 support for the Xbox 360 <laughs> and play, do you think that is somewhat leading the way to the next one, or do you think it's like they're trying to save money, they're trying to make more money from um, less outgoings? Probably more just maintaining that old version is just a ball like mm. yeah, like it's pointless now. the The player base probably got to like a low enough point mm. where they were just like fuck. The same thing confused. happened with um, Destiny when that was on. <laughs> 360 right, PS3. Yeah. They just yeah, and every every game that has multiplayer on like the 360, they're all just going to be shutting down if they haven't already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think next year will be the good game year. Yeah, yeah, Elden Ring. Yeah, I've... I ain't got much hope in any games. 
I could just, I just, I'm not up to date on games. I know Warhammer 3 is coming out, and I'm gonna play that. Whee! Any other E3 beats before the mid break? Not really. Um, E3 kind of lame. E3 kind of out of date. E3 kind of shit. E3 as good as they say. E3 no. as bad as they say. Yes. Boom, there you go. Thanks for watching this video. We'll catch you next time, next year, on the next E3 video. Boom. Oh, yeah, Battlefield 2042. We didn't mention that. Oh, yeah, shit. Must have left an impression then. Yeah, but like, whatever. <laughs> fucking Battlefield. Yeah, like, I've got more faith in it because they're like, there's no fucking campaign, there's no fucking Battle Whale shit. It's just focus on multiplayer, which is what it should be. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, but it's like, you know, will they actually make the game good? I'd yeah, got... Battlefield 5 was such a shit game. Whatever. And it's... Also, another thing is like COD. What the fuck is COD? What what COD are we getting? No no information on COD. World War, World War II two Vanguard. Yeah. Like, who even gives a shit? If they combine it with the current generation of uh, the Warzone, I, uh, I'm never going back to COD. Ever. Like, they can fuck off with this stupid cross-integration. It's becoming your catchphrase, I'm never going back to. Yeah. And then, and then the you go back to when the new thing comes out. <laughs> no, but no, you know, you know where I'm coming from. That was this cross-integration between multiple different games. Yeah, it doesn't work. It's shit. It doesn't work. It, it turns me off of the game. So if, if you know, World, World War Two Vanguard will be the same thing, and then they'll, they'll probably slap Modern Warfare 2 onto it with Modern Warfare 1 Black Ops... Call G World War 2 it's like I ain't got any interest in that I'm not gonna play it don't blame me that's it like two games that don't mean don't mean shit anymore I'll tell you what means shit these messages life can be a dick sometimes so get your dick from out your hand and don't be a dick wear a dick Dig the Head t-shirts available now. Check the description below. Um, who wants to intro the question bit? Welcome back to the second part of the Jarmija podcast where we head over to pet... To what? Reddit and answer <laughs> some questions. Yeah, like this one from uh, Brendan RD, who's going to start us off. In episode 19 of the Corncast, a question was asked regarding which one of the Jarcast thumbnails would you apply as a tattoo? This got me wondering. If you were to have a child or pet and could only name them after the title of an episode, which title would you pick? I find these questions so ridiculous because I have no fucking memory of any of the, any <laughs> of the titles. None of them. Let me, I, I think I'd just call my child normal. Fuck's sake, you took it right from my mouth. Yeah. Which, yeah. um, how long is it going to take the jarlings to figure out the secret surprise? Um, well, hopefully before the deadline. <laughs> um, what is your pet or child, though, called? Pet or child? I, I think we should. A couple of cod cuds and two rocks. <laughs> like. Um,. What was the snuggly, 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 cuddly, and snuggly, snuggly, and cuddly? 
something like something that. Something like that. You on there now, James? Yeah. Any uh, any notables? <laughs> there is there is quite a good. Um... <laughs> there is loads of good ones though. Like. One of the ones I found that I did like was Bish and Chips. <laughs> Sonic. Sonic and Bish. Bish and Chips. There's yes, no, and maybe. Hmm. That's three. Maybe then. Maybe? Maybe? I don't know. Corncast follower has one. Hello, Jar Mediators. I just wanted to thank James for his openness and discussions on porn. The way he's talked about it since all the way back around episode 150 has helped me realise that I had a horrible addiction to it, and my perspective has shifted a lot since. I'm happy to report that I've gotten over it for the most part, and feel a lot healthier now, both mentally and physically. Thank you, James. P.S. I have a crush on Jamie, so I appreciate a hello dare from him. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that's it's good. It's good that talking about it makes people realise how... You know, their consumption of it and how it is bad and can be bad. What if it makes you happy, though? Yeah, corncast follower. No, doesn't make you happy. Food makes you happy. So delete your <laughs> Pornhub follower and your... Yeah, buy some Freebase, buy some cigarettes, buy some... What, what else is addictive? Coffee? Coffee, yeah, coffee is coffee, addictive. Freebase, cigarettes, coffee. That's the trio to quit. <laughs> and, and coke. The, the, these three of... easy steps to quit porn addiction now. <laughs> and On full the fat coke store. as yeah, well. Yeah, full, full fat, fat coke. coke. And Krispy Kremes. Pretty often as well. <laughs> yeah, fast food. Yeah, KFC, just go to McDonald's don't... every day. Yeah, Especially go... <laughs> on a November in 2020. Yes, do that. The Only Dick Pisser asks, On Jarcast episode 2... You talk about an old friend who Alex convinced that gullible meant that you liked animals. What other stories does Alex or any of the other jar boys have of messing with people? Every story related to that person, pretty much. Um, the main one that I could remember doing, the mischievous antic I remember enjoying the most was just the, like, screaming out the window of a car while it's driving. Yeah, I hate that now, though. <laughs> I hate that. Not people as well. do it to me. <laughs> Fucking like fully grown men. Well, yeah, no, because I was a child doing this. Like, yeah. and it was I was never shouting like rude words or like swear words. It was just going like, or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking juvenile. But. No, the worst thing was when it was, we'd like do that out the window to someone, and then the car would have to like stop. <laughs> yeah, it was like lights. <laughs> <Every> crossing. <laughs> And they're like walking past, like looking. <laughs> just like yeah, yeah. in the seat. <laughs> On the subject of cars, you just reminded me of the event we witnessed yesterday. Oh, dude, we oh, forgot. Why did we not talk? Oh, fucking hell! <laughs> uh, James, please. Well, I don't know how to explain this. Jim, you were driving. You describe it. Well, so this is where we were driving. That's a no. Yeah, yeah, just no, to ship them. Is near Swindon. So you start to put yeah. in context. It's in the Swindon. Um, it's like within the. Oh, what's the black hole word? The event horizon of Swindon. <laughs> um, so we're we're just chilling. We are listening to some tunes. Driving. We are chilling. It was like a just a peaceful yeah. night. Really chill. There was no traffic. Yeah, it was like seven p.m. There's two cars in front of me. 
What I was get... the make of the... The first was a, Nis- a black Nissan Duke, and the one behind it was a blue Honda Civic. FN2. The Honda Civic, which I'm directly behind. Yes. So we approach the roundabout that enters this place. Chippers. So and... there's a... There's, it's, it's, there's, there's, you go straight, or you go left. Yeah. There's two exits, you know. So the... the... The person directly in front of me is clearly fed up of the person directly in front of them going too slow. So as as the person at the front starts going the correct way around the roundabout, the person in the Civic fucking puts their foot they to gun the it, floor. They gun it. They gun it round the wrong side of the roundabout. In front of a van, mine, that was actually approaching yeah, the roundabout. Yeah, there's a van approaching the roundabout who, like, luckily this white van man was... A sensible driver, like mm-hmm. the only one within the <laughs> the ring of Swindon, and because the it, the Honda was going so fast, he couldn't like cut it to get into the white if, lane. If, if he had have cut round and properly exited the way, well, he couldn't properly exit the roundabout at that mm-hmm. point. But to get where he was going, he had to then mount the curb. He. I've never seen a car actually in person on the road get as much air as that yeah, did. Yeah, it bounced it, high. It fucking smacked onto the curb and launched itself straight down. Karma, the best showcase of karma I've ever seen. As soon as it smacked down, the hazards lights came on and it was slowing down. <laughs> yeah. Then once we were on our way back, we went there, and it was abandoned on the side of the road. Yeah. Clearly fucked. The car was yeah, fucked. They fucking destroyed their car. They they ramped their car basically over a roundabout just to get in front of one person, and then fucked their car in the process. <laughs> it's a miracle they didn't cause like an awful yeah. accident. How many weeks ago was I complaining about bad drivers in the Chippenham area? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've I've what I watch a dash cam videos. I love watching dash cam videos. I've mm. never seen something something so perfect as that. Where it's the, the, the shitty thing to do and then the exact karma in the exact same yeah. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a perfect example of why you don't drive like an absolute fucking ass where you go round the roundabout the correct way. Mm. Yeah, not the opposite way. And w- when it <laughs> happened, I just stopped at the roundabout. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nothing coming, but I was uh, I was so thrown off because, like, in my mind, you just can't go the wrong way around a roundabout. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just it, it, it does it's not flowing keep... like water. It's like a river just suddenly yeah, going yeah. the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. So and and then I started driving and I missed the actual bounce bit. Yeah, so I, I didn't I see just... how much it. I just started screaming because I knew what had happened. I just yeah, instantly yeah. saw those hazards and I was just screaming as loud as possible, like laughing at his fucking <laughs> cock. I can't oh. believe we nearly forgot to mention that. I know. I just wish we had a dash cam. I know. Because that would have been the fucking was, best it, thing. If it was your car. Maybe if it was my car, it was me. Me on the other side of the line. <laughs> <laughs> but no, fuck me. It was incredible. I hope, I hope the police, like... I, like saw him, I'm like, what well, the fuck is going on? Well, yeah, I I hope the person who was perfectly in the right, just going around the roundabout normally, stopped and like called the police mm-hmm. because the, per- the that person driving should never drive again. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason for doing what they did. No, you shouldn't be flying like up and down the curbs <laughs> no, and, and driving around. And there was plenty of time before this to overtake that person. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, this is the thing. A bunch of clear road there. You no, know, the thing is that he. We were doing the speed limit. We weren't. We weren't yeah, doing yeah. like thirty and a fifty. We weren't doing forty and a fifty. We were just obeying the speed limit. There was no issue. Like I, I always notice speed because I'm always like working it all out my head. Like we were fine. No issue at all. 
perfect driving conditions, perfect speed, everything. So why the fuck would you do that? He could have just gone left. The the person he was overtaking was going straight. Go left. But yeah. the empty Problem roads that way. Yeah. yeah. Like people, it's like the thing we've talked about before. Monkey brain in a fucking car. They're just yeah. like... <clears throat> they want to they wanna show off as well. They want to be... They want to make that person know that they're overtaking them. But mm-hmm. all they accomplished was letting that person know they're the biggest fucking cock yeah, in the world. Yeah, and they their car yeah and it would be expensive to replace because they would have fucked possibly the oil pan the suspension the tires the wheels yeah and is insurance it. even going to cover that if they actually know what happened they, they take a look at it and because there, there won't be any physical damage of an impact how if you go to insurance company like can you replace this or i've had this accident and they look at it and they only see suspension and engine damage yeah, yeah it's like well, what <laughs> what did you do yeah it'll be... why why did your car leave the ground <laughs> yeah like and it's like, I'm glad this person had a genuine walk of shame home. Yeah. Because their car was fucked and they had to walk. I hope it's still there when I'm next in Chippenham. Mm-hmm. Says. <laughs> yeah. Because I would, I'd actually leave a note and be like, I saw what you did, you fucking cock. Just leave it on their <laughs> screen. No, uh, the, the sharing and warrior has one for us. Uh, an awesome, like, just classic who is who type question. In the kind of Harry Potter way, you know, with the stupid houses and everything. Oh, okay. It's one of these style questions, but for um, a relevant topic we've been talking about. Question for Alex, but the other boys may answer too. Would you like to be a fire, water, earth, or air bender? Oh, I know enough to also answer this. <laughs> and Jim does too. I think I have to be fire. I've got to be flamer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I guess in that vein, no. I must be Isa, so I'll be water. Yeah, yeah. What's James? Air. Why? See, Why I th- I, my instinct is earth for James. Yeah. Why earth for me? You're I... quite earthen. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I imagine you like working on your car by like huge blocks of rock like coming out of the ground, and you're like <laughs> lifting your car up so you can go underneath it. Okay, yeah, that makes complete sense. That is the perfect. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, just flame that's uh, got to come out, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. water bending is lame until like the ice stuff comes in. The ice and blood stuff. Yeah, well, I haven't seen the blood stuff, but like ice ice is cool, fire is cool, water, lame. Do you think so? I think water bending's cool. I think they're all cool. Yeah, just just breaking down the actual elements. Water is always the lamest. Yeah, it tastes fucking yummy. Yeah, I love it. I love water. It's mm. my favourite out of the elements in terms of consumption. You can also heal with it, though, in an avatar. It's like yeah, a healing true. thing. True. Heal my fucking eczema. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe actually being a waterbender would be sick. Yeah, just have perfect skin. <laughs> uh, Bubba Ducky has a fucked up one. Um... Hello, American James here from the Pastor Debate. Felt really surreal hearing you guys uh, talk about your friend giving into a weird Catholic cult and then being out of your lives back when I first listened to that Jarcast. But this week, my friend died at the age of 22 from heart disease. How do you guys deal with unstoppable changes in your life? Are there any jar equivalents for you that have helped you get through a rough time? I might end up using strange overtones for a tribute video to be played at the funeral by the way thanks alex reminded me 
about that masterpiece my friend probably loved. He was an intense Talking Heads fan. Sorry to hear that, bro. That's yeah, fucking horrible. Really sorry. Um, I don't think anyone, any of us, has ever lost anyone. Yeah, not not like that. No. Um, but you gotta keep moving forward. It's just the day by day. Take each day as it comes, I guess. Yeah, you know, I think it's 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 hard to give advice because you know we've given advice things before with like mental health and all of this, but I think those situations are so like a lot of people can't ever comprehend them until it happens yeah. until you've got that experience because like with mental health like if you've got a certain amount of empathy you can still support people when they're struggling but with that is one of those things where it's i don't know what or what i can say about it because it's so like yeah. i can't even begin to understand it you know but it's just like it's the best I can do is to do you know follow the normal advice like with mental health is to just take it slow you know just mm -hmm. try and focus on and like things. I guess try and to not like mask anything you're actually feeling about it yeah be open to people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's a fucked up thing yeah it's like it's like even the concept of it fucks me up if I think about you like if you dying I'm like yeah this is I can't I can't even begin to like comprehend this it'll just fuck me up like so bad well seeing as we're already on fucked up top topics uh, George is not okay as well hey guys I was wondering if any of you guys feel self-conscious about your body image or physical health often I asked because I've been trying to exercise by walking often going for runs doing circuits and all that stuff but for some reason I can never shake the thought I'm way less fit than everyone else. I'm guessing from social media and that sort of stuff I've gotten this really unrealistic ideal body image in my head. And I constantly compare myself to it even if I'm actually pretty healthy. Just eat some crap sometimes so I'll have a good cast, lads. Yeah, self-consciousness is like a, a hard thing to kick. Mm. It is almost like a habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, the, the answer is yes, obviously. Yeah, yeah, the, the sure. yeah it's yes. Um, I've talked about it before, where, like, in that early jar clip where my, my legs are just like twigs, in that era, I thought I was, like, overweight. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Um, so it's always been something I've been trying to deal with, but yeah, it's it's been something that's been more on my mind recently because you you guys know that I'm like, I, I I say a lot about sugar content now, and it's like you know I'm trying to, I'm I'm eating much healthier as I've ever been. Like you know I always eat fruit, like snacks and all that's out my diet. It's all like fruit, you know vegetables and most meals and you know, yogurts and whatnot. Like I try to eat the best I can. I exercise constantly, but it's still like it's still in my head that the biggest thing, and I think the way body image works now. You know, with with Instagram and whatnot, it's like normal things. Like you just, your stomach will have a certain amount of like, just kind of roundness. It's like completely healthy, the way your stomach is, your belly. But it's be, it's like because of Instagram, you've got these fucking actors that are like yeah, being paid. they don't say in like the bio like, yeah, sorry about my like water weight this morning. Like I drank like loads of water today, or you know what I mean. It's yeah, usually yeah. the opposite. Like, I didn't drink water for two days, so I, I think, could take um, an awesome picture. Films contribute to it as well. Yeah. Films, Especially um, now with, like, the way Marvel actors have to look uh -huh. shit. When Kumail Ninjiani is, like, just some side character getting shredded for, like... Yeah, it. just cut to ribbons. And it's, like, with stuff like that is... 
they can only do that because they're getting paid to. They've got all the nutritionists. I've said this before. I've had arguments with people online because the whole PewDiePie thing. Because mm-hmm. and it's like I, I know people who do like uh, personal trainers and whatnot, and I've asked them, and I've, they've been like, "Yeah, you can't really do that at home." And all these people have this idea that you can achieve this obscene, like, low body fat and pure muscular, like, body when you with, like, a home gym and whatnot, where it's like, no. If you want that body, you've got to dedicate yourself to it. That's your hobby. No Xbox, no junk food, no nothing. It's gym. You know, and that's not, like, when you're working 9 till 5 every day, you're not mm. going to go home and do all these, like, 22-hour sessions. Mm. Like, you, if that's your thing, then, yeah, like, I've got, I've got respect for anyone who's, like, super into fitness and that's their thing I, you know I respect that but to put this onto like normal like the the fact that if you don't have that body it's like you know you're unhealthy and all of this when that's not the case at all you know it's like yeah because we were talking yesterday about how in the sort of late 90s early 2000s what how different the beauty standards were mm. um, and it was about like your Paris Hilton kind of super skinny thing mm. um it's always constantly changing the what is considered yeah, no, attractive I'd, at the time. I'd say it's only it only changes as much for women uh, than it does men. I, don't know, I think back in that time, all the the haughty men were thinner, less ripped. Yeah, they were like bodybuilders, like Arnie and stuff. But I don't think they were really sex sti- symbols in the same way. Like it was like loads of boy bands and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now it's sort of Actually, no. Marvel and stuff. People like uh, Chris Hemsworth and uh, mm. uh, Superman. Henry, oh, Henry, Cavill. Henry Cavill. Well, I showed you a picture the other day of what um, Chris Hemsworth arms yeah, look like yeah. for the new Thor. And it's like, just getting ridiculous, some of the stuff. It's the whole thing. It fucks with me quite a lot because like I'm quite skinny. Like I'm lanky, I'm tall, and I'm I'm not bit like the thing is, no matter with all body standards and all this, everyone's different. Everyone has different genetics, which means they're mm-hmm. instantly gonna be a different type of body. I am just thin and long. I cannot help that, you know. I've I've eat so I eat really he- he- well and I exercise and it doesn't change anything. This is just how I am. And it's like why should I beat myself up because I'm not one of these fucking whip dudes? Because yeah, I just can't gain that the, the way they can. And I've tried, you know, I've done all these powders and protein stuff. My body doesn't change. And I still work out regularly. I still do constant exercise and it just doesn't because that's the way my body am. And I just bully myself the fact that I've got a little bit of fat here and all that. But I don't. Yeah, the, the, that thing of like looking at yourself in the mirror and like really analysing shit. And no one's looking at you under the microscope the way you do uh-huh. because they're yeah, too exactly. busy looking at themselves mm-hmm. and feeling the exact same shit. And it's it's hard. I mean, it's near imp- impossible when you're like in a social situation. Like, you're, you, you behave to like fit in mm-hmm. shit, you know? And so yeah, for sure. People aren't going to look at you and like, oh, he's wearing those fucking lame-ass socks. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's wearing this shit and not that shit. He, he looks a bit chubby today. It's like, people don't think like that. Mm-hmm. No. But in your head, like, people do because you're thinking it. Mm-hmm. I, like, I've spoken to you, this, to you before, but it's like, with this, there's always influence for other people. I've always been skinny. I've grew up with my parents constantly pointing out that I'm skinny mm-hmm. all the time for fucking 15 years of my life. 
to like 18 actually all the time skinny 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 then i get i i, I reach you know post like two years ago and i'm trying to put on weight because i lost fuck fuck done and then it's like oh i'm fat my same parents are now calling me fat and i'm only like 11 stone like what the fuck does that do to a developing mind mm-hmm. when it's like you're too skinny yeah. you're too fucking fat yeah, and then I, I then i was getting all the fat comments and it was just like I'm now super healthy. I've lost weight since then. And then I'm getting comments from like friends that are like, oh, people are saying you're too top heavy. Like, how the fuck can anyone fucking work and have confidence in their body when mm-hmm. you're getting all these different contrasting opinions all the time? Like, one of the biggest things I had as a like a teenager was I never wear shorts because I was so paranoid about my legs being thin. So mm-hmm. I never wore shorts. So that's why I always wore like trackies. And that's why I used to say to you, like, oh, I always wear trackies, jeans, they're for chavs, you know. It all, <laughs> it all comes back to that, like, fear of, like, showing my body. Even now, I can't really go to a beach because I'd be so paranoid about my body. Even though I have no reason to. No reason at all. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because it would have been drilled into your head. Yeah, and it's like, <clears throat> the best thing you can do for someone's body, my parents still do this with my sister, and they still do it at the time, and I get fucking pissed, but you never make, you never, ever make comments about someone else's body, ever. Doesn't matter if they're your best friend, though, your family, just don't. Let them just work the way, the way out the way they will feel about the. What if body. you want to like compliment them? So yeah, compl- no, as in negative. Don't say negative things about someone's body. Ever. Like I'm just trying if, to think, even, like, what if someone like had like a bad haircut, for example? How do you handle that? <laughs> All the time. No, no, but no, that's different. I think hair different. The because you can control what you do with your hair. Mm-hmm. You can't control your body. You know. Yeah. So yeah. you can make comment like if if you say my hair looks shit, I'll just be like, yeah, I know, because it it does, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like if you're saying like my body looks shit or I look fat or skinny, mm-hmm. that plays message of the mind more. I think you know there are more yeah like more sensitive ways you could approach things like that. Yeah, sure. but it's like you know, but there's like you know there's people out there who say shit to that that their partners and it's just like mm-hmm. you're not really understanding of like any of that type of stuff with the way the brain works if you're making those comments. I think you can all you can all, you can do everything positively instead of critiquing someone's body. You can just like show an interest in them and the, what they're doing. And you know if they're like going to gym, you can tag along. You can be like a positive reinforcement to change instead of being. You know, yeah, because the change it. has to come from the individual. Mm. Um, it's so well and good, everyone around you always like just saying whatever they feel. Um, if you can't take it on board in any constructive way, yeah, it just will drive you insane. Yeah, and we missed out on like that huge chunk of social media when we were younger too. Um, so I don't even know how insane it's getting with that kind of shit. No, it's yeah. bad. No, it's really bad now. Like I just feel sorry for especially young girls with the way it is on Instagram. It's like that that shit's hard and it's gonna have consequences when they're much yeah, the, older. The thing is as it as it shifts to um more of everyone's life being like shown online. It it's not just about appearance, it's about look at this house. This person, yeah. Has, look at this car. Yeah, it already like, is really. Yeah, but I mean, like it. It's because some people, their whole, they genuinely have dedicated their entire lives to the nothing but the image. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel yeah. like it needs to be more about like you and your own self and what you're looking for. Yeah, otherwise it's but, fucking but pointless. The thing is, like, never it, be satisfied. All these people that show themselves off as like just fucking stunning all the time and shit. It's mm-hmm. like, Bullshit. Oh yeah. It's, it's 
so fakeable more than ever, and it's just going to keep going in that direction, where people just have like like a 3D render of their uh, ripped body, and then they can be fat for the rest of their life, and they'll just hide in a hole and mm-hmm. post pictures of them with their six pack in a Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah, their digital implant, and they'll be perfect. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it's all pointless. It's just the thing is, is just to enjoy the way you live. Just enjoy the way you live, how you want to live. You know, don't worry about what other people think ever. Even if it's hard to do, you just have yeah. to enjoy yourself. Yeah, and making like an effort to be healthy too. Um, yeah, no, we, we like you know what I wouldn't talk about like porn addiction if I wasn't trying to be like to to make people mm-hmm. aware. But it's just like living healthy is a very good thing. Cause it's like it means you enjoy life more because you've got. You're just, you know, your mind's in a better place and you're physically yeah, in a better if, place. If you know you're doing that sort of stuff, I feel like um, you you just don't worry about it as much. Mm-hmm. If you're actively, you know, not eating a packet of wine gums of, a, mm-hmm. of an evening. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's the opposite. Maybe if you're thinking about not eating something. <laughs> <laughs> Obama's gaming, one, two, three, four. Has this to say? Hey, Jar members, my brother and I were talking about the new battlefield and how disappointed that it was not set during the Vietnam War. However, that got us both thinking. Is it insensitive to depict a real war in a video game? Many games have come out in the past few years that have depicted past wars and have actively encouraged the character to murder their opponents. Does that not glorify these events? I had never thought of this before and I'm somewhat conflicted. Any insight would be appreciated. How do you feel? I I think I've always disagreed with you guys on this. I've always felt weird about. Is it glorification if you're playing a a medieval real battle? No. Then um, why is it? Well, it depends. <clears throat> it depends what we're talking about because um I specifically have a, more of an issue with like the aesthetic of like modern military like our real lives being I don't know it's specifically Call of Duty and the Call of Duty audience that makes me feel weird yeah Um, knowing it's the I just find it sad I guess that the biggest video game and the most successful video game is the one that celebrates the imagery of like atrocities that we commit and everything um yeah, there's there's a disconnect, but I mean, in in that vein. So World War Two is fine. Well, here's the thing, though, because it is it's more complicated than that. It's deeper than that because there are modern military games I do like that that handle it with care. Spec Ops, like Spec Ops. Yeah, we've mentioned Spec Ops a few times, but Spec Ops is such a an exception, but, I but, feel like. Yeah, yeah. Thinking just multiplayer, how do you send a message that war is bad while making it a war game? Yeah, I... And that's why I just don't play them. I, I don't enjoy existing in that. I get why people do. Um, for me, I want to I want to go into video games to escape that kind of fucking real-world <laughs> horror conflict shit, but I get it. Planes and cars and tanks are cool and stuff. Yeah, to me, it's so disconnected for the most part 
with modern military stuff that like the stuff you're doing in the game is it's just not realistic in any form oh no it's just pure fiction using the setting of like the technology we have now and to me that that's it because what one thing i think call of duty should do is tell better stories because mm -hmm. like modern warfare maybe that's what it is the latest modern warfare has the most like like western military jerk off like the yeah they 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 commit atrocities yeah but they have to that's mm -hmm. that's the message of modern warfare mm -hmm. and i think that's a fucking terrible one on on the subject of this are you aware of the the fallujah game yeah i am that's like made by ex bungie people I find that to be disgusting. Um, What's it called again? The six like six days. Six in days in Fallujah. Fallujah. Yeah. And what, I think what is the game? So Fallujah was the the last stronghold of like Saddam Hussein loyalists in like the Iraq War, and that's where like the last part of the war was there, and it was the American invasion of that to like. And if, coincidentally, if you look up the founding of ISIS, it's in the same place. It's like. They're trying to depict it as like this whole like. Is it a single player game? Like... Yes, I think so. Mm -hmm. But it's like supposed to take this like really hard like American like pro American view on it, and it's like you shouldn't even been there in the first place. Like, I think that's the worst for it of this like American glorification of a war. They really shouldn't even have been in in the first place. Yeah, that, I, I that adds think... another layer of complication to it though, because then we're getting into the territory of like you're stopping stories being made or enjoyed this is what i was gonna say i don't think a, a story shouldn't be told through video games just because like it's sensitive mm. or whatever it, it's it's on the person making or the people making the story to tell it in a way mm. that but it's it's also clearly what people want it's popular for a reason it's what people want <laughs> yeah yeah, it's it's. Humans have just always been fascinated with conflict. It's why video games, bar very few, are just about killing. Mm -hmm. That's what you do in the majority of them. Yeah, yeah. But this person mentioned that is it just not possible to make stories based on real conflicts now? The the question was about Battlefield twenty forty two, right? Oh, well, they Vietnam. they was disappointed it wasn't set in Vietnam. Um, yeah, Vietnam is tricky, especially yeah, because yeah. of how blurry that conflict was. Not really blurry at all. Like, I don't, yeah, that was a just. I've yeah, that's one I feel wrong about because it's like all of it. It's always depicting America as like you know, like the good guys. You know, well, all the best Vietnam movies do the opposite. Yeah, the game. I don't. I don't find it's never been translated to games. Though, I don't think. I guess it's just an inherent contradiction is having the fun, awesome, bombastic gameplay around explosions and real guns and stuff. And killing, you know. And then, yeah. yeah, you have to be using them. I mean, I guess to me, what always just rings in my head is just thinking about how many young kids were, like, obsessed with Call of Duty to the degree where it seemed to be, like, they wanted to be soldiers and shit. Because Which is what a military's pry off. They're making everything to look like Call of Duty season drops. Everything. All the advertising. They're trying to do that. They're trying to get that audience. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just not my thing. I've never really been into that whole like war games stuff. But I do, I do think you should be able to tell whatever story you want, like as long as it's yeah. genuine and true. Um, and you feel like you have something to say. I guess that's what it is, because with your like cods and stuff, that like, they are such products. They're such mm -hmm. like. Yeah, huge they, scale they do that that thing that Ubisoft always says where it's like oh we don't have a political opinion on this which is bullshit because they like you... editing out um, they were editing out footage of out of COD trailers that was showing yeah, sensitive yeah. stuff from China wasn't it yeah and <laughs> like it, how is it not political when the first thing you do in Modern Warfare is what is it you phosphorus you white phosphorus like a a group of um, mm -hmm. P Middle Easterns Mm -hmm. what, what Modern Warfare? The, most the, the latest Modern Warfare. When? I have the no... first mission. You're in the forest. No, Russians. Are they Russians? Yeah. Okay. Well, even that's political. Yeah, Using white whole... phosphorus is political. The story is about... No, it's not. It's, it, Jamie, it's just used a smoke screen. It's just a <laughs> smoke screen, okay? No, and like... Uh, that's, it's every... chemical weapons and shit. The just the fact they they made the story based in a fictional Middle Eastern country, mm -hmm. but putting it in the Middle East is political. Is political. Oh, I didn't know it was like fictional. It just looks like just straight up. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure <laughs> it, they made like a fictional yeah yeah country yeah. for it. I could be wrong. It's this idea of glorifying um, that is super interesting because. Um, we talk about like Pink Floyd The Wall a lot um, mm. a big part of that movie that story is like satirizing like fascists like Nazis but in real life that became for a small sect of people like a new imagery a new thing to like a new identity to wrap themselves around yeah. like people find their thing and it doesn't necessarily it's not necessarily the fault of the original for just sort of commenting on no it's not but I think you can make bad commentary. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't trust them and Activision and all of it. Yeah. But this person is right. A Vietnam Battlefield game would be way better than 2042. Mm -hmm. See, I don't think they can. Why? Because there's already been a Battlefield Vietnam and then there's been the Battlefield yeah. Vietnam expansion of a BC2. Yeah, why can't they? They've made World War Two games before. They made five. They they've made because I think Battlefield Two Battlefield to get back on, on the top it needs to be modern. No, because they got back on top by making a World War One game, and then they they went off the top by making a World War Two game, a bad World yeah. War Two game. Yeah, so they need yeah. to make a good modern day one when they and then go back. It's not modern day though. It's future. The thing that everyone is over, and but it, it's just fucking boring. It's so boring when Battlefield and uh, COD are doing the same mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, because that was a, such a cringe gamer era when Battlefield 4 was coming out. It was Battlefield like, 3. Sorry, three. 3. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, the two threes. Yeah. God, it was even older Ooh. than I was thinking. Christ. See, I just prefer shooters like Apex now. You can just do more with that. Because it's like it's not mm -hmm. trying to be modern and edgy it's just like silly robot Boom. yeah that, that's another thing a lot of the time like mechanics can be dragged down by the era you set it in mm. Mm -hmm. like if you 
Like, Halo is so much more fun than the... Halo 3 is more fun than the latest Modern Warfare. And the latest Modern Warfare is like vehicles and shit that multiple people can get in. Mm-hmm. Not fun. Shit. <laughs> it's, just, it's shit, is all it is. Yeah, and like, in in the, the 50 caliber guns on the top of like a tank in Battlefield 4, useless. Yeah. Because... You went, because it's a game, people can just shoot you out the top of it. And you don't get kills because you're on a tank. You know, the tank does all the stuff that, that yeah, is yeah. the fun part. <clears throat> so it's like it's, it's not designed to fit into a game. It's just put into a game because it's in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, interesting topic there. You lose, like, balancing as well when you've got yeah, to have exactly. all these ac- completely horrible, yeah, yeah. accurate vehicles. I just make things all fucking sci-fi and fucking creative. Things are better. Yeah, make sure it's fun. Yeah, that's the priority. Make games when, fun again. I mean, it's not the priority with every video game, but there's that. Yeah, yeah I, I totally game. get it because there's a huge sect of gaming that is all about like simulations and wanting to simulate things that you would never be able to do, and wanting to go into a simulation to like go into. Like a firing range or something, and fire a real gun. I like get. I get that. Um, I do. Yeah, I, I think that at some point, the further simulations go along, there's gonna have to be a like a line, game simulations. Yeah. yeah. Because they. Like, no, because these like fishing simulators, these farming simulators, yeah, these yeah, truck simulators. Yeah. Like they're like people joke about them, but they're fucking huge. Yeah, <laughs> when they're photorealistic. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I like to me like uh, no matter how extreme you make a racing simulator, it's always going to be a game. Because at the end of the point, all these professional racing drivers, they all practice on race simulators. Genuine. The act of a race is a game as well, though. Inherently. Yeah, so it's like that's yeah. that's always going to be a game to me, even when it's like so extreme. Because it's still kind of casual. It's just like I'm going to drive on a track, boom, then you can go do your other stuff. Just not when you're killing Middle Eastern people in the simulator game. Like, you know, that's... A, that's yeah, yeah, that's that. what I mean. Like, that, that. But can that also go too far? Because I recently played some of Resident Evil 5. Five? Yeah, which is... And I remember Africa. a controversy from when that came out, because it's set in Africa. Um, that that was, It was, like, inherently racist because the zombies were, like, black people. Yeah, and you're playing as, like, a white guy. Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't um, make sense. But I didn't get the vibe that it was... It was like trying to be racist, or it just seemed like they were an. African yeah, no, that is one of the most laughable like articles. Yeah, of, I yeah. think of journalism. From what I've seen, like I think the the, the like the visual style of the start of that game in Unreal is really cool, mm-hmm. for like a, a whole yeah. game. Yeah, but it's, it's like why games would you journalism come- does just destroy any nuance from yeah. um, these kind of conversations. <clears throat> but, but what the implication is because that they wanted a story where the character of Chris uh, Redfield, it's like the the end of his story. Mm. And they were like, let's base it in Africa. And then, so the the journalists would have preferred it if they based it in Africa and had no black zombies. Which would be way weirder. Yeah, it would be just stupid. So then the other option is make a new character... And just like have a totally different story, or mm. I, I guess don't base it in Africa, but like you would. I, I find that type of criticism silly when it's the game. T- he punches a fucking boulder and fights this huge monster <laughs> yeah. like it's fucking Resident Evil. Why mm. does it matter? 
yeah that, that that one has always stuck in my mind for just being like such a non-issue maybe there's something in the other part of the game i haven't played but from the no, half no, of the game i no, played nothing legit that there's nothing like even remotely just seem like what, yeah it's it just seems resident like, evil yeah it's yeah. like a bunch of nutter japanese devs just like yeah doing what they want <laughs> let's end on this one from uh bill hader gaming and this is huge I've been saving this. I was re-watching the Jarcast featuring Shreddies, the incredible fart filtering underwear, and, though, and thought I'd visit their website to see what the noble brand was up to today. To my astonishment, I found their most recent product, the Car Banana. It's a banana-shaped beanbag of sorts that is designed to sit between the buttocks, not too deep, and absorb gases before they escape your underwear. There's only one size, but supposedly you're still able to walk slash waddle around your busy day like usual, just with a, a beanbag strapped to your cheeks like an overgrown tailbone. It's the natural evolution to shreddies, but can you imagine the raw power made available by combining it with yesterday's shreddy technology? My question is when can we expect a 45 minute dissertation on whether the car, car banana is as good as they say? Why is it called a car banana? Because I guess the car... Because that was the gimmick with the Shreddies Under, the carbon lining thing. Yeah, yeah. Because um, oh, it, it looks like oh, a banana. The carbon so banana, right. It looks like a banana, which I thought was fucking Is it not weird. supposed to be used in a car, like a car journey? Because that's how I took it. No, you just whenever you need it. No, you know, a you carbon just... banana, car banana. Yeah, carbon. No, this is weird. This, all... this might actually be the future of human, uh, <laughs> like, evolution. Um, think, no, like, what's always been funny? Butt cheeks. Mm. Butt cheeks are funny. This thing fills in the cheek. So it's just, like, one thing. Don't you, you know hate I mean? that it's, like, weird jar banana thing as well? Like, it's all, like, linked. <laughs> oh, yeah, Can you get we a yellow, yellow one? one? Well, they, they have a picture of banana as reference, I guess. Um... <laughs> A car banana. No, a real banana. Oh. Down there, look. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I, I don't think it'll work, personally. Well, 20 quid and we can find out. 20 quid and we can find out. We can fart in it all day long. Do you put long. it up your butt quid? or...? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. What if, um... That's the ultimate, like, that's the peak Shreddy's technology, some, like, thing you actually put up your butt that, like, just absorbs all your farts. Yeah, well, so they don't, shit so, it out later. So surely the Shreddies aren't good anymore when you could just buy a car banana. Well, it depends. Uh, well, ideally, you'd have both. Yeah, with the banana. Or is this an underwear replacement so you don't need to wear underwear? <laughs> sure, no, but surely that is probably more comfortable than Shreddy's underwear. With that huge layered... Bone. I don't know. It's like trading a nappy for a banana just in your <laughs> ass. <laughs> There's only one thing we can do. Test it. You do love bananas, James. I haven't had one in a few days. Ooh. Well, I'm down. Shreddies, hit us up. Hit us up with your car banana. We'll test it. Boom. I hated that. Yeah, we yeah, can um, we can whip too. out the uh, the minion onesies and get up and then and then like <laughs> sit down and. <laughs> Ugh. I don't I don't want to put things between my cheeks. Yeah, that sounds uncomfortable. Yeah, because especially get, something the size of a banana. That's that's big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Like how how far do you push it into your cheek? Do you, like as, as as far as it can go. So then it's encompassed so by the cheek, or is it just on the entrance? Yeah, this is why funny I mean, imagery. Uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm not. Surely the priority is just covering the sphincter. But you've got to have like a vacuum hmm. between the cheek, the the the, 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 the carb banana and the cheek, you know? the anus and the um the. The lands between. <laughs> I got shit on my car, banana again. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. Because like, if you had, a, even just a little like bit of a shitty ass, because <laughs> underwear doesn't touch your asshole. I've got a feeling the the car banana. <laughs> no, but if you have a really shitty ass and you don't wipe it properly, or like gun, you like gun <laughs> in between. <laughs> but what happens when you need to go to the toilet and it goes straight in the toilet? Yeah, yeah, it's in... forget that it's there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they, it comes in black and white, and like no one buys the white one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, that can't end badly. Not with my like fucking post like kebab fucking pooey ass. <laughs> nah. Well, I just find it funny because they're like designing this st- this stuff with specific people in mind. You know that like suffer with these kind of things. So yeah, yeah here's really your solution. Fucking. <laughs> Shove this banana between your legs and fucking let rip into it, and the carbon will sort it out. Well, maybe there's like a fan out there that's like it's the lifesaver. Who knows? Maybe. I hope so. I hope we helped at least one person who stinks of shit <laughs> to not stink of shit anymore. Should I tweet on the Jar Media Twitter? Um, <clears throat> have you ever got shit on your car banana? <laughs> Just with a yes or no vote. <laughs> Anyone that owns one has got shit on it. You can't not get <laughs> shit on it. Whether it's visible or not. Mm. It's there. And it's waiting. Like, I'm surely it's washable, right? I don't know. This is what the deep dive is for. We need to just get one and like read the instructions. And yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I have no hope in it. Here we go, I'll read the description. New for 2020, the Car Banana is an, an innovative product. Designed with air travel in mind, it offers you discrete protection when you need it most. The Car Banana can also be worn anywhere, like the car, the office, or public transport. <laughs> Helping our customers avoid potential embarrassment, cleaning security scanners, the Car Banana can be placed in the hand luggage trays and worn once you've cleared security. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, banana no. shape of the product is designed to sit between the buttocks oh. and absorb gases before they escape your underwear. Wait, can I, can I just say one thing? Have you ever smelled fart on an on an airplane? <laughs> I haven't, hey. because there's like the but, scientific truth is that that like food tastes different because you don't have you can't smell as much of it. Like you can't smell things in planes. So like I've never smelled yeah, a fart. Yeah, yeah. So why does it matter for air travel? But they're saying so you're you're on your way to the plane. You're going through a. The, the security. security. So you've got to take it so out. you've got to take it out your ass, put it in this thing. <laughs> Walk get through scanned. the gate. Get, yeah, get scanned. And then just chuck it back yeah, in. Yeah, but what happens if you forget and you walk through and they detect it and then they, you, they <laughs> detect <is> something? <laughs> no, and they're like, oh, no, it. if it's up your bum, they're going to think it's drugs. So you're going to go for the full fucking yeah. strip search. And it's like, oh. No, it's a car banana. <laughs> You don't know how many times we hear <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The new slang's getting crazier than ever. But surely that's a good way to traffic drugs. Take out all the inside, fill it with cocaine. No, guys, it's just my car banana. <laughs> I think that's it, guys.
OK.